To be in the effortless state is to be aware, alert, and present, even in the face of fast-moving information and the endless onslaught of distractions. In that state of heightened attention, we see differently. We are able to laser in on the things that are important. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. Today, we're taking a look at effortless. Make it easier to do what matters most. The author of the book is Greg McEwen, and it's published back in 2021. I want to share a number of my favorite insights, starting with inversion, lag indicator, see clearly, minimal viable action, learning-sized mistakes, linear versus residual, reading, a cheat sheet, and finish it off with a closing thought. So let's start with the introduction. As high achievers, we've been conditioned to believe that the path to success is paved with relentless work, that if we want to overachieve, we have to overexert, overthink, and overdo, that if we aren't perpetually exhausted, we are not doing enough. But lately, working hard feels harder than ever, and the more depleted we get, the more effort it takes to make progress. As a result, we're often working twice as hard only to achieve half as much. Getting ahead doesn't have to be as hard as we make it. There is a better way. Instead of pushing yourself harder, you can find an easier path. Effortless offers actionable advice for making the most essential activities the easiest ones, so you can achieve the results you want without burning out. Effortless teaches you how to turn tedious tasks into enjoyable rituals, set a sustainable pace, and make one-time choices that eliminate many future decisions. The effortless way isn't the lazy way. It's the smart way. It may even be the only way. Not every hard thing in life can be made easy, but we can make it easier to do more of what matters most. End quote. Effortless, authored by Greg McEwen, serves as a complementary sequel to his acclaimed work, Essentialism, a philosophy that advocates for the unwavering dedication to accomplishing more with less. Having encountered numerous praises for essentialism, I eagerly anticipate sharing valuable insights from that great book in the very near future. The prevailing notion of striving relentlessly until success is achieved often results in exhaustion and excessive toil. However, McEwen proposes a welcomed alternative, suggesting that the more crucial a task, the more essential it becomes to approach its completion with a sense of effortlessness. The book is broken up into three core sections. Effortless state, effortless action, effortless results. Quote, what could happen in your life if the easy but pointless things became harder and the essential things become easier? End quote. I am so honored to share a handful of my favorite insights, so let's begin. Insight number one, effortless inversion. Quote, here's what I realized. Behind almost every failure of my whole life, I had made the same error. When I'd failed, it was rarely because I hadn't tried hard enough. It was because I'd been trying too hard. We are conditioned over the course of our lifetimes to believe that in order to overachieve, we must also overdo. As a result, we make things harder for ourselves than they need to be. End quote. 
A very common obstacle encountered by so many people is this tendency to unnecessarily complicate matters far beyond their inherent complexity. Within this context, Greg McEwen offers a valuable solution known as effortless inversion. Quote, Assuming that all worthwhile things take enormous effort is one way of looking at a problem. For many overachievers, it's the only way. They have learned how to solve problems even when exhausted and overwhelmed. They are good at getting things done by powering through. Effortless inversion means looking at problems from the opposite perspective. It means asking, what if this could be easy? It means learning to solve problems from a state of focus, clarity, and calm. It means getting good at getting things done by putting in less effort, end quote. I really appreciate this concept because it urges us to pause and question whether we are making things more complicated than necessary. There are many stories of successful people who faced great challenges but persevered, even though that doesn't mean the only path to success is constant struggle. In Warren Buffett's words, when he looks at good investment opportunities, he says, quote, I don't look to jump over seven foot bars. I look around for one foot bars that I can step over, end quote. And McEwen suggests, quote, when a strategy is so complex that each step feels akin to pushing a boulder up a hill, you should pause. Invert the problem. Ask, what is the simplest way to achieve this result? End quote. Insight number two, reduce the leg indicator. If you exercise and eat better, you will eventually be healthier and lose weight. If you read every day, you will eventually develop expertise. But these are leg indicators meaning you experience the reward after the action has taken place, sometimes weeks, months, or years afterward. But essential activities don't have to be enjoyed only in retrospect. We can also experience joy in the activity itself. We simply reduce the lag time between the action and the satisfaction by pairing the essential activity with a reward. End quote. Engaging in lifelong exercise is vital for an improved well-being. However, if one doesn't find exercise enjoyable, a helpful strategy is to combine it with an activity they do enjoy, such as listening to audiobooks or involving their family in their exercise routine. I'll share another personal example. I frequently attend meetings that feel burdensome and irrelevant. To infuse some enjoyment into these encounters, I utilize my mobile phone to connect to meetings while taking a walk. I have a deep affection for walking, particularly outdoors, and this approach not only makes the meeting more pleasant, but also aligns with my health objective of getting 10,000 steps per day. Insight number three, see clearly. Quote, since his second season in 2010, trainer Brandon Payne has been putting Curry through neurological drills to improve his perceptive abilities. Here's an example of a drill sequence that gets progressively harder. Curry juggles a tennis ball with one hand while dribbling the basketball with the other. Then he switches to dribbling the tennis ball. Then he tosses the tennis ball against the wall while continuing to dribble the basketball. Then he crosses the basketball between his legs and so on until, finally, he's juggling two tennis balls. With each drill in the sequence, he's processing more and more information while focused on the task, end quote. In a game of giants, the NBA, Steph Curry at 6'3 and 190 pounds is considered the greatest shooter of all time. He consistently achieves the shots he desires because he sees the court differently from others. His ability to quickly understand and react to complex situations on the basketball court allows him to exploit his opponents and create scoring opportunities for himself. 
To be in the effortless state is to be aware, alert, and present, even in the face of fast-moving information and the endless onslaught of distractions. In that state of heightened attention, we see differently. We are able to laser in on the things that are important, end quote. There is no telling how much we can improve our own lives if we could get better at focusing on the important and learning to ignore the irrelevant. Let's turn quickly to Nir Yal and his great book, Indistractable, to remind us that, quote, In the future, there will be two kinds of people in this world, those who let their attention and lives be controlled and coerced by others, and those who proudly call themselves indistractable. Insight number four, minimal viable action. Quote, we often get overwhelmed because we misjudge what the first step is. What we think is the first step is actually several steps. But once we break that step down into concrete physical actions, that first obvious action begins to feel effortless. End quote. If you find yourself facing the daunting challenge of decluttering a messy office, consider taking the smallest actionable step. Pick up one item from the clutter and discard it. This simple action can often generate the momentum needed to continue the process. In his amazing book, The One Thing, Gary Keller says, quote, When one thing, the right thing, is set in motion, it can topple many things, end quote. Focus your effort on knocking over the very first domino needed to knock over the rest of the dominoes required to complete the task. Insight number five, learning-sized mistakes. Quote, to make effortless progress on what matters, learning-sized mistakes must be encouraged. This isn't giving yourself or others permission to consistently produce poor quality work. It's simply letting go of the absurd pressure to always do everything perfectly. End quote. As overachievers, we hold ourselves to such a high standard that we fear even making the slightest mistake. Setting such a high standard is not realistic and most definitely not productive. I cannot talk about perfectionism without reflecting on the wisdom that Talban Shahar shares in The Pursuit of Perfect. Perfectionists reject everything that deviates from their flawless, faultless ideal vision, and as a result they suffer whenever they do not meet their own unrealistic standards. Optimalists accept and make the best of everything that life has to offer. End quote. Instead of avoiding mistakes, it's better to make as many mistakes as possible when you get started. You cannot go from practice to mastery without being willing to make some mistakes. It takes courage to give ourselves permission to fail, but it's essential to our future growth. How about this from The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown to inspire you to handle your perfectionist tendencies? Quote, Research shows that perfectionism hampers success. In fact, it's often the path to depression, anxiety, addiction, and life paralysis. Life paralysis refers to all the opportunities we miss because we're too afraid to put anything out in the world that could be imperfect. It's terrifying to risk when you're a perfectionist. Your self-worth is on the line. End quote. McEwen advises that when you feel overwhelmed by the idea of beginning a project, you should lower your expectations and focus on simply getting started. Instead of aiming for perfection, be open to starting with what McEwen calls rubbish, imperfect and flawed work. Over time, what initially seems like rubbish will transform into something remarkable. Insight number six, linear versus residual results. Whenever your inputs create a one-time output, you are getting a linear result. Every day you start from zero. If you don't put in the effort today, then you don't get the result today. 
It's a one-to-one -one ratio. The amount of effort you put in equals the results received. Linear results exist in every area of endeavor, end quote. This is from the final section of the book, Effortless Results. Here are just a few examples of linear results. Employee works an hour and gets paid for that hour. A student who crams for an exam memorizes the facts needed and then regurgitates it for the exam. You decide to exercise for an hour today, but tomorrow you'll have to decide again if you will exercise. That is a linear decision. The obvious challenge with linear results is they are very limited because they will never exceed the amount of effort exerted. There is a better alternative, residual results. Quote, with residual results, you exert effort once and reap the benefits again and again. Results continue to flow to you while you're sleeping. Results flow to you when you're taking the day off. Residual results can be virtually infinite, end quote. A few examples of residual effort. An author who writes a book and is paid royalties for years getting residual income. A person who makes the decision to exercise every day has made a residual decision. An entrepreneur who creates a course once and is able to sell it over and over for a lifetime. Residual income. A person who sets up a habit that is executed every day is benefiting from residual action. How about taking a look at your own life and exploring more opportunities to apply residual effort? I bet you can look quickly to some decisions or habits you could apply to your life today that with a commitment to stick to them could serve you effortlessly for a lifetime. Insight number seven, effortless reading. Quote, reading a book is among the most high leverage activities on earth. For an investment more or less equivalent to the length of a single workday and a few dollars, you can gain access to what the smartest people have already figured out. Reading, that is reading to really understand, delivers residual results by any estimate, end quote. I have seen the impact of reading in my own life. I made the decision to read consistently at the beginning of 2020, and it has truly changed my attitude, my willingness to help others, and my confidence to make a difference in this world. The author recommends reading to absorb rather than reading just for the sake of completion. By reading to absorb, you immerse yourself in the material, revisiting passages until they become ingrained within you. His other suggestion is to distill to understand. Once you finish a book, take 10 or 20 minutes to summarize the key ideas you captured from the book. This allows you to absorb more deeply and helps turn information into understanding. In all honesty, this is how Philosopher Insights, this podcast, originated. I simply wanted to cultivate a habit of reading more books, and I realized that if I had a community relying on my monthly content, I would be compelled to dedicate time to reading a book and going deeper into the insights. Insight number eight, a cheat sheet. The author references surgeon and best-selling author Dr. Atul Gawande and his great book, The Checklist Manifesto. Quote, Extreme complexity only increases the cognitive load, making us that much more prone to errors. So what we need is not more knowledge, but new skills and strategies that allow us to apply that knowledge without taxing our working memory. And there is such a strategy, though it will seem almost ridiculous in its simplicity. Maybe even crazy to those of us who have spent years carefully developing ever more advanced skills and technologies. What we need is a modest but marvelous tool, the checklist, end quote. 
The checklist stands as an incredibly potent tool due to its ability to premeditate and organize our thinking. By incorporating essential elements into the checklist, we shift from occasionally getting them right to consistently getting them right every single time. When striving to establish a habitual morning routine, I heavily relied on a checklist in the beginning, relying on it explicitly until I no longer had to consciously think about each step. It's true that surgeons use checklists, pilots use checklists, but that doesn't mean it's only effective for highly specialized routines where you cannot afford to make a mistake. A checklist helps you remember what is important every day. Insight number nine, closing thought. Quote, whatever has happened to you in life, whatever hardship, whatever pain, they pale in comparison to the power you have to choose what to do now. If you take away just one message from this book, I hope it is this. Life doesn't have to be as hard and complicated as we make it. No matter what challenges, obstacles, or hardships we encounter along the way, we can always look for the easier, simpler path. End quote. That is from the final section of the book. Our lives don't have to be so complicated. All we have to do is raise our awareness and seek out the easier path. I hope the insights I've shared today allow you to pause and reflect on your own life. And just remember the simple principle. Not everything has to be so hard. Thanks for listening. Stay curious and keep embracing the wonders of knowledge. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Landon. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.